Hi, and welcome to The Gist. I first came across the idea that life is not an emergency when reading the book Don't Sweat the Small Stuff, and it's all small stuff, by the late psychologist and author Richard Carlson. I was in my 20s then, full of ambition and ready to compete, so I couldn't fully relate to this idea, but it stayed with me. As I've grown older, it makes more sense to me with each passing year. I certainly notice my own tendency to rush around with the sense that time is running out, that I'm falling behind, and that everything on my to-do list is urgent. But I've also learned that this way of being is not sustainable, and in fact, counterproductive. Maybe you find yourself in the same boat sometimes. So why do so many of us look at life this way? And what can we do differently? It seems that busyness, or at least the appearance of it, has become its own kind of status. Having lots to do, skimping on sleep, and being stressed almost seem like badges of honor. The habit can start quite young, with overscheduled childhoods and teen years, and more of the same pattern into our adult years. So of course taking things slowly or doing less feels wrong. We get collectively caught up in the idea that more is better. The longer our to-do lists, the more we'll achieve in life. But beyond wanting to fit into this hustle culture, there's likely genuinely a subconscious fear of falling behind or missing opportunities that other people might be enjoying because they're doing more with a greater sense of urgency. This is an understandable feeling, of course, as each of us wants, at least on some level, to succeed and maximize both our output and our resources. But keeping up appearances and living with the fear of falling behind takes a huge physical and emotional toll, to say nothing of the impact on our relationships. Operating in a chronic state of urgency can lead to all sorts of physical problems, ranging from disturbed sleep and appetite to stress-related illnesses like anxiety, high blood pressure, heart disease, diabetes. It can also make us less emotionally stable, more reactive and prone to hasty decision-making. Living in emergency mode can also erode our ability to connect with other people. When we're always in a rush to finish one thing just so we can get to the next, we devalue the present moment. We can't slow down enough to really understand another person's perspective, build bonds, or effectively solve problems together. Of course, when we've operated this way for years, slowing down feels strange and unfamiliar. But there are simple ways to start doing things a little differently. Here are three that work for me. We can begin by better prioritizing our to-do lists. Once we start looking critically at what's important 
many things magically fall to the bottom of our list. And with time, some things might fall off our lists completely, like make work tasks that never needed to be done in the first place. We can also start looking at life through the lens of quality, not just quantity. By asking ourselves about the quality of the time and energy we put into something and also evaluating the quality of the output, we can begin doing fewer things, but doing them well. There is a great deal of satisfaction and peace that can come from this. Finally, we can simply start noticing our emergency thinking or behavior. Just the act of noticing allows us to reset, take a few deep breaths, smile at ourselves, and approach whatever is in front of us in a more balanced manner. Saving our sense of urgency for things that truly deserve it frees us up to enjoy daily living just a little more. So let's try to let go of the idea that being relaxed stops us from succeeding in life and remember these words by Richard Carlson. He says, One of the major reasons so many of us remain hurried, frightened, and competitive and continue to live life as if it were one giant emergency is our fear that if we were to become more peaceful, we would suddenly stop achieving our goals. We would become lazy and apathetic. You can put this fear to rest by realizing that the opposite is actually true. On that note, wishing you a great week ahead, be well, and see you next time on The Gist.